drawn in the program as well as vice-captain Victor Matfield as well. We'll also touch base with Irfan Adam again uh, tonight. We spoke to him last night about the UEFA Champions League. We'll take a look at uh, last night's results and then preview this evening's action. And we'll also talk APSA Curry Cup with the coach of the Griquas, Javi Furi, joining us on the, the program tonight. But we start with uh, rugby. Six changes being made to that team that beat Argentina in Buenos Aires by uh, coach Heine Kamea. Jean de Villiers returns as captain in the centre in place of Damien Delenda. We'll give you all those details in just a moment, but the full team is as follows. Tenai Tawarira, Bismarck Duplessis, Yanni Duplessis, Luat de Yaga, Victor Matfield, Francois Lowe, Willem Albert, Skulk Berger, then the back line, Ruan Pinart, number nine, Pat Lambie as fly-off, Loisy and Volvo, Jean de Villiers, captain, Jesse Creel, Brian Abana, and Zane Kirshner will start in the 15 jersey. On the bench, Adrian Strauss, Trevor Nyakani, Kuni Wistes, and Peter Steff de Toy, Sia Kulisi, Farida Priya, Andre Pollard, and J.P. Peterson. Absolute Curry Cup news The Bulls have made three changes For their clash against Western Province on Friday A big one being the fly-off With Louis Fouchier coming in Meanwhile the Cheetahs have also made three changes Raymond Rule, Henko Fenter and Francois Ace Coming into the 15 For their clash against the Griquas In Super Rugby news Big, big signing for the Waratahs All-black winger Zach Guilford To be joining them for the 2016 season Football news, the MTN8 culminates this weekend when Kaiser Chiefs face Ajax Cape Town in the final at the Nelson Mandela Bay Stadium on Saturday. For Glamour Boys captains, Piwa Chabalala Saturday Showpiece presents the opportunity to lift the trophy for the first time as skipper of Kaiser Chiefs. The 30-year-old believes the team showing great fighting spirit this season and he's hoping they can be victorious for their coach. We have a strong character, I think twice or thrice, where we've been coming from behind and... Uh, we ended up winning you know, our games and we are scoring goals, um, which is a plus for us. Um, you know, we have a good coach in Steve Compella and he's someone that all players can relate to, you know, very approachable and very easy but uh, disciplinarian as well. We want to win this cup and, and win it for him as well. Staying with news domestically, former Morocco Swallows midfielder Lerato Chibango is in Port Elizabeth training with Chipper United. We'll preview all that Champions League action in a moment. On to cricket, Ashwell Prince announced his retirement from all forms of cricket today. The former Proteus batsman will complete the English county season before hanging up his bat. Meanwhile, Pakistan have dropped off spin aside Ajmal for their, from their 15-man squad for their three-match series against England. That starts next month. On to tennis, French Open finalist Lucy Safarova has been admitted to hospital in the Czech Republic with an unspecified infection disease. It's not clear when she will be released. And finally Paris, Rome, Los Angeles, Budapest and Hamburg have all been confirmed as the five bidding cities for the 2024 Summer Olympic Games. Talking of games, the Africa Games underway right now. We'll chat to Manfred Seidler next. Manfred Seidler joining us now keeping an eye on the Africa Games that are taking place in Brazzaville. Manfred, uh, it was a good day. He seemed to be not with us at the moment. We'll try and get him back on the line, and uh, we'll be back after these. SABC2 shares your excitement for the upcoming Rugby World Cup 2015 with wall-to-wall coverage of the Games. To make sure you catch all the rugby action, 18th of September to the 31st of October, some of your favorite shows will make way. As the SABC2 viewer, you score twice. In the spirit of the Rugby World Cup, stay tuned to SABC2 and visit www.sabc2.co.za for regular updates. Come on, Let's do this. 
Don't forget to tune into the health update tomorrow at 5 past 11. Proudly brought to you by MediClinic. Expertise you can trust. The 19th of September sees South Africa's Rugby World Cup 2015 campaign in England kick off against the strongest rugby union power in Asia, Japan. Will the Brave Blossoms withstand the blistering pace of the Springboks in this encounter that will set alight the Brighton Community Centre, one of the World Cup venues? Do not miss a beat by tuning into SABC2 at quarter past five on your favourite radio station and get exciting commentary and analysis. This is Sport on SAFM, every supporter's greatest resource. Well, we're looking ahead to this weekend, the start of the 2015 Rugby World Cup in England. And the big news today is that Bok coach Heine Kamea announced his team that will take on Japan in their opening clash of uh, the championship. Captain Jean de Villiers returns to the starting lineup. Two partner Jesse Creel in the midfield. Louis Diaga will start alongside vice captain Victor Matfield at lock, while Francois Lowe has also been recalled into the starting 15 after his shoulder injury. Springbok coach Heine Kamea has kept faith in the back line that played in the Springbok's last test victory against Argentina in Buenos Aires, with Ruan Pinar starting at scrum half and Pat Lambie in the number 10 jumper, Brian Abana and Loisium Vovo on the wings with Zane Kirshner at fullback. Mayer said the team he has selected is the best for the game against Japan and he'll be mixing things up in their next pool matches against Samoa, Scotland and the USA. I think the great thing at this moment is there's uh, 31 players that, uh, that there's no big difference between the 31 players. You know, obviously some guys got more experience than others, but uh, you know, it's just a good 10 if you go with Morno or Andre, um, you know, three top 10s. Uh, if you look at the locks, I'm very pleased. I think we've got a very, very well balanced squad. Um, you know, I could have gone with any, actually any team. I just feel for this game, this is the right team. And, um, you know, guys like Patrick hasn't played a lot, so it's important for him again to get going and feel the other guys. So, uh, we'll definitely mix it up in the next few games and then obviously in a, in a knockout stages without sounding arrogant. We know it's going to be tough to get there. Then, uh, you'll go for the best team in that, in that game, but we have to mix it up. You know, it's a tough competition. It's four tough games. So there's a mix of both. Uh, but I just thought after looking at everything, this is the best team for this game. The Bok coach also backed his decision to recall captain Jean de Villiers ahead of Damien de Allende in the team. Yeah, Jean's best position has always been 12. Um, you know, he can play 13. He's played at uh, wing for South Africa as well, but it's always been 12. Uh, it's closer to the action, uh, you know, especially his first game when I put him in his preferred position. Um, he hasn't played with Jesse uh, as a combination. Jesse has done well in 13. He's a specialist 13. So I just felt for the first game, don't want to make too many changes, especially in the backs, because we're going to face, like I said, a team that moves the ball around, that build phases and put under pressure on your defence. Uh, it's great to have John back. You know, if you've said to me, John and Victor is going to be available for the first game, you probably wouldn't have believed that uh, a year ago. So it's great to have great leaders around us. And, uh, you know, you want to get John going as soon as possible. You know, he hasn't played for quite some time. He's gone through a lot of things. So... Uh, it's important that he also put his marker down as a captain, and uh, that's why his preferred position at 12. May confirmed that Ivan Etzebeth and Dwayne Vermeulen are both fit to play against Japan, but he's decided to give them an extra week of recovering, uh, and that they'll be in contention for a starting berth next week. Yes, definitely. You know, they're both fit to go. Uh, I just felt uh, with Frangelo already on, on the open side, you know, I want to bring Dwayne in as well as two guys that hasn't played, and it's better for them to give him one extra week. Next week's going to be another tough encounter. We don't look past this game. Um, you know, we do have respect for every opponent. 
you don't play in a World Cup if you're not a World um, Championship team or World Class team. So, uh, especially I think there's no big difference between the top sides and all the sides in this year's competition. So, you know, we do want to show respect and don't just put guys in that hasn't played for quite some time. So I think it's the right team for this game. They will probably be involved in the next game. Scrum half Rita Priya will start from the bench against Japan and Mayer believes that the scrum half has regained his confidence after months of injury. He's also revealed that uh, Dupree is going to be the heart of the team going further into the tournament. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, again, he's a, he's a world-class player. Um, surely, but slowly but surely, he's getting there. He's been superb in training this week. His confidence is there. He just needs game time now. Again, it's better bringing him from the bench. You know, Ron has done well, and uh, like I said, some continuity in the back line. But, uh, you know, I've always believed he's probably the best scrum off in the world, and uh, he showed some great touches as last week of two. Uh, he's, a, he's a main guy in our campaign, and uh, we need him going. And I think he's going to have a great campaign. It's great to see him back, and hopefully he'll get 10, 20 minutes from the bench. Springbok Vice-Captain Victor Matfield says the team's focus is on making sure that they'll get things right on the field and ensuring that they build momentum going into their next pool match against Samoa. Yes, I think, um, Coach Hanak has said it, we're taking every game as if it's a knockout game for us. Um, we just want to go out there and win the game. But um, I think for us it's all about focusing on ourselves, what we want to get out of this game. Uh, we really put in a lot of hard work in the uh, off-season or in those two, three weeks coming into the World Cup. And um, yeah, now it's time to go out in the park, uh, get those things right, um, get everything in place, start building momentum and get confidence. So uh, we need to go out there. We know it's going to be a tough game, but um, there's certain things that we want to achieve and we have to go out and do that. Matfield says the Springboks know more about Japan than their opposition knows about them because of Farida Priya's time of playing club rugby in Japan for the last four years. Even though the Japanese head coach Eddie Jones knows Springbok players well from his time as a consultant with the 2007 World Cup, Matfield's confident that the box will be able to make a statement in the game against Japan on Saturday. Yeah, I think we probably know more about them than he does about us. I think with Farida um, playing with him for two years at Suntory, uh, we've got quite a good... Um, knowledge of how he thinks about the game but um, again like I said I, I think we can't focus on them we can only focus on what we want to do and uh, our things are in place uh, we really train hard and uh, we want to go out there can put out a statement and show what we can do as a team. Heineke Meyer says they've prepared for this game as they would for any other test match against top teams in the world. He admits, though, he's been impressed with the Japanese and how disciplined and skilled their players are. He believes the first encounter between the Springboks and Japan will help pave the way for more nations to elevate their game to that of the top nations and believes that Japanese rugby will grow from strength to strength over the next few years as they look forward to hosting the World Cup in 2019. We really studied Japan the same that we would study the All Blacks or the Wallabies or any of the top teams and we were, I won't say surprised because a lot of our players played in Japan and a lot of our South African coaches is coached there and guys like Robbie Deans and you know top coaches in the world is coaching there so you know you don't get a top coaches in the world going to other country and, and they're not going to get better. Um, the one thing that's impressed me is how they keep the ball they got they're a very very skillful side and very disciplined and um, so like I said I, you know I didn't realize it at first but they're the team that keeps the ball the most in the world you know if you look at typical teams like Australia, they also keep the ball. But uh, Japan can keep the ball for 20, 30 phases. So, again, you know, there's a perception back home that they're an easy team. We've looked at their set phases. They're good in the line-out. They scrum well, and they've got a very good defense. And, you know, against the, the um, I think it was the Maoris that played, played them, they were right in the game, right to the last move. So, you know, people think there's easy games. There's no more easy games. And I think what they 
what they got from South African players and New Zealand players playing there surely you know, drops off and they learn from each other. SAFM Sports Wrap. Well, we do seem to have Manfred Seidler back on the line. Don't forget, if you'd like to get in touch uh, before we chat to Manfred about that Bok uh, selection, give me a, a drop us an SMS, 34701. SMS is charged at one rand, and normal SMSs, or free SMSs don't apply. You can tweet us and find us on Facebook as well to search for SAFM Sports Wrap. Manfred Seidler keeping an eye on those Africa games. And Brazzaville, Manfred, what's the latest? Well, the latest is that um, Chris Holmes has come back with a silver medal in the men's hammer throw. Not too shabby for a man who's uh, around about 40 years of age and still representing his country and still coming back with a medal. He needed to get over 74.90. Unfortunately, he wasn't able to do his best throw just over 73 metres. But uh, nevertheless, good performance by uh, Chris Holmes. He's always the stalwart every time he goes to uh, an African Games. There we go, 73.49 to 74.92. Mustafa Algamal of uh, Egypt winning that one. So Egypt yet once again picking up another gold medal that, uh, and pulling away from South Africa on the medals table so we're still uh, sitting in second and uh, Nicholas Lee Jung Fong of Mauritius was in the third uh, not too looking too good for uh, Andrea Evers and the Formula Hurdles for women she uh, finished fourth in her heat um, not having the best of years uh, just over a minute and we're used to seeing her running 56-57 seconds for the Formula Hurdles so a little bit concerning there Roscoe Angle though is through to the men's two final that's coming up a little bit later and also look out for these uh, two youngsters in the men's high jump, Paul Lynx and Chris Molea. Very, very, very talented, especially in Paul Lynx. He's been training with uh, the, the Takis uh, um, st- coaches up there with Hugo Badenhorst. Uh, just started at the beginning of this year and has improved dramatically and is now sitting on about a 225. So not too shabby for somebody who's just come out of junior ranks. We're still waiting on results from the Greco-Roman. We had four athletes competing in there, Jan Comrick in the 59 kgs. Barker Badenhorst in 66, Tian van der Merwe in the 98 kgs, and Andri Skitter in 130 kgs. Also waiting for results on the para powerlifting, Chantal Stierman in that 61 kilogram division. And currently out of the way, women's doubles t- uh, in, in the table tennis and South Africa up against Mauritius. So uh, I'm expecting a few more medals coming uh, later tonight, as I mentioned, the two high jumpers, and possibly Lenique Prince too, also in the women's long jump. And I see Kasa Semenya lining up in the women's 1500 meters. I thought she had called an end to her uh, season with that win in the 800 metres, but uh, maybe she's just doing a bit of overdistance. Matt Frasada, thank you very much for that. Coming up next on SAFM Sports Wrap, we'll chat Greek with rugby. SAFM Sports Wrap. You're listening to South Africa's news and information leader, and uh, we are sort of coming towards the the real business end of the 2015 ABSA Curry Cup. And uh, throughout the season, we've uh, tried to speak to uh, all, if not or most, if not all, of uh, the coaches, particularly just to find out how things are going in the various setups. Last week, uh, we spoke to the folks down at uh, the EP Kings. This week, it's time for us to touch base uh, with the, the Griquas, and it's an absolute pleasure to welcome onto S. AFM Sports Wrap this evening. Harvey's free coach of the Griquas. Uh, Harvey's welcome. Thanks for, for taking the time to chat to us tonight. Yeah, thanks. It's a pleasure to be with you. Harvey's, it's been a, a bit of a, a tough season for, for Griquas. Uh, not where you'd like to be. You'd obviously want to be pushing as hard as you can for, for playoff spots, but things uh, quite haven't gone your way this season, although you did pick up your, your first win this weekend, and it, that must have been a satisfying one. Yeah, it was. We uh, we didn't play that well, but we'll take the win and we got the bonus point um, near the end as well. So we took five lock points from from the game. Um, the season thus far was a bit frustrating. 
we've played well in most of the games, but there was always a five to ten minute period where we conceded two to three tries and the game was taken away from us. Um, we should have won at least one or two more of the previous five games, but uh, water under the bridge and we've got to focus on the next four games. Yeah, you, you talk about those those little sort of snippets of time in a game where, where you can either win or lose a game. I mean, if you look at the, the, the really good teams and the, and the teams that are topping the log, they're able to turn it on in, in five, ten-minute stretches and put points on the board and vice versa for the teams that are struggling. Those are the, the, the times that you, you really need to shut up shop and, and make sure you can keep the opposition out. And that's one of the, the areas, as you rightly said, you, you struggled this season. Yeah, definitely. If you look at some of our results against the Bulls, we were uh, 12-6 up at half-time against uh, the Bulls at, at Loftus. Um, it was 12 all after about 57-58 minutes, um, and then they scored a, a try a little bit against the run of play and um, took the game away from us. The same happened at Newlands against Province. Um, we were 15-13 ahead with about 20 minutes to go and conceded two quick tries, uh, free state in Kimberley. 10-9 at halftime, uh, three tries in the next 10 minutes after halftime, and we were down and out. Yeah, you mentioned that game in Kimberley against Free State, and the reason I bring that one up is because uh, you, you, you face the old foes once again, the neighbours. It's always a, a keen battle between the two sides, but uh, Free State obviously getting one over you at home. You've got to travel to Bloom this weekend. Are you confident you can, uh, you can pick up a win? Yeah, definitely. Uh, we've got a good enough, enough pack of forwards. We are doing well at scrum time and our lineups functioning well the last three games. So we'll have our share of the possession. It's just a case of using it a little bit better. Um, I'm a little bit disappointed about the way that we are attacking in the competition at the moment. Uh, we, we've put in a huge effort the last two weeks to try and improve it and we scored four tries last week against the Pumas. Um, and hopefully we can continue that on Saturday afternoon. I was just looking at the, the, the squad and, and the depth. Obviously, the, the smaller unions, that's one of the things they struggle with, particularly towards the back end of the season when injuries do start uh, rearing their head. You, your squad at the moment, from, a, from a, a health and fitness perspective, how are things looking? Yeah, we've got a fair share of injuries, uh, especially in the loose forward department. Uh, we've lost three key players there, uh, Johan Vessels, uh, injured his knee last week uh, against the Burmas, Hilton Lover. Um, his shoulder and Nardus van der Walt injured his knee in the first game against Province so that's three top losses out and then at, at centre as well um, J.W. Jonker was injured in, in the Varicom Cup already and um, DJ Vermeulen in the qualifying game so that's two quality backs that's not able to play Karika Bragdi and you can see that with Pumas as well last week they had four key players injured against us Vincent Koch, Chasey Ruiz um, two guys that makes a huge difference to their team and the captain um, Stefan Watermeyer didn't play against us as well and the fullback uh, JW Bell and it made, made a huge difference to the Pumas I thought they had a good season this far but um, they were definitely not on par with uh, their game on Saturday against us Obviously, I know you, you guys tend to just focus on the game at hand, and obviously this weekend it's the Cheetahs, but uh, the next weekend you, you play the EP Kings, and it's uh, it's pretty much between the two of you guys and uh, for, for, for the wooden spoon. It's something that everyone tries to avoid every season. Uh, the EP Kings have, have, have been an interesting 
uh, kettle of fish. They 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 also blow hot and cold. Unpredictable side, and and they've they've got some big things to prove, particularly with them playing Super Rugby next season. Is is that a game you you you're looking ahead to? I mean, what what can we expect from that one? Yeah, it will be a tough battle. Um, we're definitely looking forward to that. But um, the Kings has played well uh, to beat Free State with 14 men for about 35 minutes. Takes them doing. Um, they're a spirited side and, and they're playing good rugby and, and they're well coached. So it will be a, a tough game. But at this moment, as you said, we're looking at the game at hand, which is the Free State on Saturday. And there's still a, a little bit of hope of making the playoffs. The Sharks in full spot at 13 points and they've got a few tough encounters left, three away games, one at home against the Bulls, so the, the race for the fourth spot is still on, but we need to win this coming weekend. If we lose one of the next three games, we're definitely out of the race, but there's a little bit of hope. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, in that position at the moment where it's must-win if, if you do want to progress. And then, Javi's just uh, to, yeah. to wrap things up, Heine uh, Kamea selecting his team for, for this weekend's clash against Japan. Your, your thoughts on the team that he's, he's putting out on, on Saturday? Yeah, there's one or two surprises. Um, Zane Kirchner at fullback. Um, I thought he would speak with uh, Vali Leroux, but you will use this pool games to give all the, the players some, some game time and see who's on form and, and who's not and he's got a certain way that he wants to play from the quarterfinals in so he will definitely look at the, the uh, quality of, of, of the players in, in the pool games and make sure that the guys that's on top of, of their form will play in those important games um, hopefully it will go well there's a, quite a number of injured or ex-injured players in the team um, who hasn't played much rugby this year, a guy like uh, Kuni Westhuis and Sarita Priya all need quite a lot of game time, so um, hopefully it will go well and they'll come through the game without any injuries. Yeah, and we are all behind them indeed. Looking forward to that World Cup too. Harvey's best of luck for this weekend against the Cheetahs in Bloom and the rest of your Curry Cup campaign as well. And enjoy the upcoming World Cup. I'm sure you will. Yeah, definitely. Thanks very much. It was a pleasure talking to you. You're listening to Sport on SAFM. The next best thing to being at the game. This is SAFM Sports Wrap. We're looking forward to another great evening of UEFA Champions League football this evening. Before we uh, feature and take a look at what is in store for us, let's just take a, a look back at last night's results. Uh, and he joins us once again, football journalist Irfan uh, Adam. Irfan, welcome on to SAFM Sports Wrap once again. Thanks for your time tonight. Thanks for having me yet again, Brad. I found a few interesting results last night, and uh, we, we can talk about the, the fallout from those results too. But uh, not a not a great evening for for the English teams. Yeah, it just shows uh, what a lot of work Manchester United and Manchester City have to do in order to uh, to get it, get it out of the get out of the group stages. Rather, uh, if Juventus with a great result away at, away at the City of Manchester Stadium, uh, where City have been so formidable this season, five wins from five in the Premier League and no goals conceded. So yeah, magnificent result for Manchester City. Uh, so uh, a magnificent result for Juventus rather. Uh, but so too with Manchester United uh, travelling away to PSV Eindhoven and remarkably Louis van Gaal still not beaten PSV in the Champions League with uh, another club other than the Dutch club. So yeah, so uh, a bad night for Manchester City and Manchester United and uh, even worse for van Gaal, the injury to Luke Shaw which was terrific. So yeah, uh, plenty of soul searching to do for the English clubs. 
Yeah, I wanted to touch on that injury, Irfan. I mean, it's one thing losing a game like that, but when you, you lose a player to, and, and you, you use the word horrific, it, it was. I mean, when you see injuries like that, it's, it's gut-wrenching. But uh, he underwent surgery today. He's going to be out for a long, long time. Yeah, it looks as if he's out for a season. And judging from similar injuries, uh, I saw when Aaron Ramsey and Brian Oviedo of Everton broke the uh, uh, suffered similar injuries, and uh, they were out for close to 200 days. So it looks as if Luke Shaw might miss the rest of the season as well as Euro 2016, which is a massive blow. Judging from United's early season performances, him and Matteo Damian have been standout performers for United, and it's certainly uh, a massive blow. The owners now on Marcos Rojo, a daily blend to fill that void left by Luke Shaw. It was a big win for, for Real Madrid. Uh, we, we mentioned that one last night as well, 4-0. But uh, they've also, uh, just hearing today, that uh, Sergio Ramos uh, dislocated his shoulder. So despite picking up uh, maximum points, they also have some injury concerns. Yeah, definitely. And we know Ramos is such an inspirational figure at the back, the leader of the team, the captain of the team. And missing such an inspirational figure can somewhat derail your momentum as the season progresses. A dislocated shoulder, I don't know I'm putting on my estimate yet, and uh, I'm assuming he'll be out for two months. But two months in the Spanish La Liga is a long time, especially given that uh, Barcelona are so formidable and will be wanting to uh, defend their titles with uh, rather relative ease instead of uh, going through in a roller coaster ride and hope uh, to uh, somewhat overcome the challenge rather easily. And uh, without Ramos, uh, there's a massive hole in the Real defense. We know there's a lot of inexperience. I mean, Rafael Franz barely 22 years old, and Nacho uh, is of a similar age. So, yeah, uh, with Pepe out, uh, with uh, Sergio Ramos out, uh, Pepe will have to be on top of his game, and we know he's not the most level of, level-headed of customers back in the back line. So, yeah, a massive loss for uh, Real Madrid. Yeah, true that. Uh, let's take a look at this evening's matches uh, again. I mean, last night we, we sort of just breezed over a few of them, but let, let's touch on, on selected fixtures. There are eight in all this evening. Uh, Arsenal are, are in action, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see how Arsene Wenger goes in, in Europe this season. Yeah, it's the one trophy that eluded him, and he's often spoke about his desire to win the Champions League. Uh, he's been given a rather easy kickoff. Uh, he is up against Dinamo Zagreb, the Croatian champions, who are regular features in the Champions League, but haven't really done much. I think in the last 12 games, they've lost 11 of those and finished rock bottom every time they've made it to the group stages. So yeah, simple one for Arsenal. I see he's travelled without Ramsey and Bellerin in anticipation for the Chelsea game this weekend. So yeah, I'm calling an easy one for Arsenal. You, you talk about Chelsea. They haven't had the, the best of starts to their season domestically. They're in action tonight as well. Can they shake off their poor form and uh, have, a, have a better showing in Europe? Well, according to the rumour mill, Jose Mourinho is ready to ring in the changes uh, with the likes of Cesc Fabregas, Diego Costa, even John Terry and Branislav Ivanovic, who were so key in the advance to the title last season, all likely to be missing out. Uh, it's a rather straightforward match, uh, the up against Maccabi Tel Aviv, uh, which should look, it does look a mismatch on paper, but uh, let's not forget that Maccabi Tel Aviv knocked FC Basel out, who so easily beat Chelsea last season and a couple of the seasons back in the group stages, where one Mo Salah, who's uh, on their books, but out on loan at Roma, scored those goals. So yeah, it looks a mismatch on paper, but Chelsea certainly need, need a positive result, and uh, Mourinho's certainly feeling hot under the collar, judging from his press conference earlier this week. Uh, snapped at the journal. So, yeah, could the special one be on his way out come the end of the season? 
one of the funniest press conferences I've ever seen. If you want to ask stupid questions, uh, he'll tell you to Google it. Uh, let's uh, let's take a look at uh, another one of the games that should be quite good tonight. We mentioned uh, Cristiano Ronaldo last night, and uh, was he going through a poor run of form? Well, he scored a hat-trick last night. Barcelona in action tonight. Can Lionel Messi match that? Well, judging from the past few seasons, it's been a two-and-fro battle between those two. I mean, Ronaldo reclaimed the record last night, and it's, I think it's only a matter of time before Messi claims it back. And the, re- and the record will go two-and-fro between those two players until I think they eventually retire. But uh, not the easiest of games they're up against AS Roma, and let's not forget that Luis Enrique was once manager of Roma. He had a rather ill-fated spell in charge of the capital club out in Italy, and uh, lasted barely a season. So, yeah, uh, the defending champions, Barcelona, needing a good response, uh, given that they don't have the best of records against Italian clubs. Uh, they've just won one from the last six games, and we remember that AC Milan did beat them in Italy a couple of seasons back in the quarterfinals, only to be hammered back in Barca. So, yeah, MVK will want to make a statement going back to the Olympical, and uh, Barca will want to right that wrongs of that rather poor record in Italy. If there's only one match you can watch tonight, which one would it be and which way do you see it going? Definitely the AS Roma against Barcelona match. Uh, obviously a Barcelona win, given uh, my love of Spanish football. Uh, so yeah, I'm calling Barcelona to somewhat right the wrongs of uh, their poor record in Italy. Uh, and yeah, I'll be watching the Roma against Barcelona match. Well, looking forward to all of them. Irfan, Adam, thank you so much for your time once again here on SAFM Sports Trap. We look forward to doing it again soon. Sure, only a pleasure. I'm already looking forward to our next chat. This is Sport on SAFM, every supporter's greatest resource. Well, I'm counting the sleeps to the start of the Rugby World Cup. You heard the team announcement that was made earlier today, the box taking on Japan on Saturday. Don't forget, Friday, we're urging the entire country to come out uh, in your green and gold. Let's get behind the box uh, at this 2015 Rugby World Cup. That's it for SAFM Sports Wrap tonight. Back again tomorrow with the PSL Radio Show Second Jalo, Dwayne DeLocker in from 6.30. I'll be back tomorrow afternoon on PM Live. Coming up next, it is the talk shop on the other side of your 7 o'clock news. From myself, Brad Brown, and my producer, Siobhan Chetty. Don't forget, you can be in touch. Find us on Facebook and Twitter, SAFM Sports Wrap. Until tomorrow, take care.